What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but that's a fucking lie, and I am here to prove it. It's my goal to show to bring the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Trying something new out today. What's up? Switching up the intro song to see if I like it better. Any feedback is welcome. I would appreciate it. Um, I really like Nefex. I think I'm saying that right. It's the guy whose songs I've been using for the last few months. And uh, they're all free. He does it for free. Like he, they're copyright free music. So like you can. So I'm assuming, and I don't know if I'm right about this, but he's not on a label, so he can post his music to YouTube. You can download it and use it for free without having to worry about you know, YouTube or Instagram or anything like that yanking it down for copyright infringement. Uh, I think I'm understanding that right. Anyway, so I like using. It. I like his music to begin with, um, and uh, sounds pretty dope as an intro if you ask me. So today we're gonna to be talking about, you guessed it, butt stuff. Now I don't know if anyone would have actually guessed that. Although, some people may have, because I am predictable. Cause I like butt stuff, I like daily butt activities. And I figured if I'm gonna talk about this, I'm gonna do what I always do. I'm gonna start by drawing a line in the sand what am i talking about what the fuck are daily what, what do i mean when i say daily let's do daily butt stuff you should do daily butt stuff what, what are you saying bro well daily butt stuff can entitle any type of physical human movement because something as simple as walking would be considered butt stuff because when you walk if you're walking assuming here that you're not your feet aren't torched by today's footwear um, you are walking and your legs are getting into triple extension. Now you're not like hardcore contracting your muscles, but you're, when you're back, when your one leg is behind you, your hips fully extended. Um, again, assuming that, you know, your, your body's functioning adequately, uh, you're, you're in knee extension and then you're in dorse, but no, it's dorsiflexion. No, that's the other way you're in plantar flexion, which is just basically meaning your ankles fully extended. So you're in full triple extension, and when your hips are extended, the glutes are firing. So butt stuff, you know what I mean? But really, when I say daily butt stuff, I'm, I'm really just talking about any kind of movement that day. And that's why like, I, I'm huge on just going for a walk. It's, 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 it's huge. It's beneficial. And actually, now that I'm saying that, I might go for a walk after this. There's like a, a little trail near my house about 10 minutes away. It's fucking dope. Because so, it's like, it's... I guess far enough from a main road that you don't hear too many cars, but there's still enough sound. It's it, it's kind of like for someone like me who doesn't care for cities or urban areas, um, but kind of wants to live in the middle of nowhere, but also kind of wants to be around people. It's it's like a it's like a good spot. Cause I'm like from the distance you can hear cars and like oh there's humans nearby, but then I'm like but I'm all alone. Anyway, so I might do that now. But anyway. Daily butt stuff, are just, it really just is any kind of physical activity that day. And the reason you should be doing daily butt stuff, and the reason, hold on, let me take a step back here. The reason I'm even calling it daily butt stuff is because I think I'm funny, and I'm really hoping people take that out of context, then I can explain it more. Um, that's why I do it. I almost kind of set myself up for failure, but it's not because it's funny. So anyway, 
any kind of physical movement because like i said walking is a is one of the best ways to get some daily butt stuff in it's simple it's free um it doesn't cost anything it's easy did i mention that it doesn't cost anything <laughs> um so yeah walking is super super simple and it's a great way to get some daily butt activities in uh, any kind of cardio really like i don't like running's dumb in my opinion and most people run wrong i do which is why i don't go for runs anymore but it's another way you can get some daily butt stuff in mobility work friends oh man uh okay so i'm gonna have to veer off a little bit here since i'm already uh because i was just gonna go through a list of all the things you can do to get some daily butt stuff in but now i'm like looking at my list i'm like mobility okay so this now i had to take a step back and talk about the reasons why we need to be doing daily butt stuff because and this is going to tie back into the the mobility work um for one are you have two different types there you don't have it how do i want to phrase this our core muscles, our abs, like the abs people reference is just one minuscule part to the core musculature that stabilizes our midsection and keeps our joints healthy long term. Um, that's why doing crunches may lead you to a well-developed six-pack, uh, but I can promise you it's not going to fight off any back pain down the road because crunches just they don't they don't they don't train your core in a stabilizing fashion which is the primary function of the core musculature as a collective so for one your your glutes your hips are a part of the global core musculature the the muscles that stabilize us in more dynamic type of movements so when when i'm talking when i when i work with clients when i'm like all right you need to brace your core before we do heavy deadlifts well, when I when like and I break this shit down for them, but it's like you got your lats got to be tight. You your core has to be active, and I'm not just talking about your six pack flexing outward. I'm talking about getting that transverse abdominus engaged. That muscles everything. People wear these weightlifting belts to, uh, in my opinion, and I could be wrong here because I'm sure it's not everybody, but to mask the fact that they don't know how to actually engage their transverse abdominus. The transverse abdominus is the body's weightlifting belt it is a belt shaped muscle around your midsection that's why like if you were to pull your belly button back right now i'm doing it you'll feel it tighten up right there and it's like because that's the way the muscle functions it is a built-in weightlifting belt essentially um you got to have that engaged you're, you you've got to have tension built up in your hips your fucking legs like your quads play a role in that as well all of your hips which leads me to my next point about why doing daily butt stuff is so important because the hips um, have so many muscles that contribute to them. We have the fucking quads. You have the four muscles that make up your quads. We have um, your adductors, the adductors, the adductor complex in the in your groin area. That the so there's adductors and abductors. Abductors. The adductors bring the hips closer towards the midline of the body. The abductors, the abductors, move the uh, hips away from the midline of the body. And both of these muscle groups need to be trained. They're both extremely important. And I will fully admit, I used to sleep on my adductors a lot. Um, and I honestly think they're part of the reason why I, 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 they're part of the reason I got here with my hips. Although I, my hips are in great shape compared to where they were a year, two years ago, but not the point. Hope everyone's drinking their water. I wasn't, that was an energy drink. Now it's water. 
Okay, so there. Okay, so we talk about quads, adductors. That's okay, and the adductors are like fucking seven little muscles. Um, I can't name all of them, and I'm never going to try. And then we have uh, the abductors, like I was talking, the abductors, the muscles that move the hips away from the midline of the body. Uh, your glute medius is the prime mover there. And that muscle, and I've heard people reference it as like the rotator cuff of your hips, and I can kind of see that. So if you have um, a lot of knee pain, if you have unstable feet, now there are other things probably contributing to that. But the main driver, and I firmly believe most things... Um, that are wrong within the human body on a lot of people begins at their hips. So if you have unstable feet, unstable knees, you're, you got to knock knees, you got knee pain, it's probably because your hips aren't taking on the load that they are designed to take on. So your abductors, your abductors will help that. So you got to straighten those up. Think about just like kicking out to the side. Um, any kind of external rotation will work your abductors as well. If you use a band to squat or deadlift, um, like a mini band, a booty band, whatever you want to call them. And then we have our hamstrings. The hammies get super stiff from sitting a lot, which is, again, why we should be doing daily butt stuff because they get so stiff, they get shortened, and then it works its way up the kinetic chain. Your back takes on more of a load because your hips aren't getting loaded because they're all compensating in ways that they shouldn't be. I could go down the rabbit hole there, but we're not going to do that because I'm trying to keep these podcasts under 20 to 25 minutes, and that's a good three hours right there. I can tell you exactly how your body's breaking down just by your fucking way your toes look. Speaking of toes, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I like to splay my toes out every once in a while throughout the day when I see them. Anyway, the next reason why you gotta do daily butt stuff, performance, damn it, performance. And I don't care what kind of performance you're talking about. If you're an athlete or if you're just trying to get some fucking buns, it's all important. You need to have strong hips for performance in anything. I don't care what anybody says. Anything. Your hips are the powerhouse of the human body. Force production start to finish is there in my opinion. Now there's other contributing factors like if you don't if you're missing one leg, if you're missing both legs, your hips are going to be oh, sorry. If you're missing both legs, I mean your hips are going to be kind of hard to produce force from. But that is not the point. The point here is that if you don't do daily butt stuff, if you're not working on the things we're going to discuss when I round it back into the mobility thing, your performance will be hindered because the hips are the powerhouse of the body. I mean, just, I, just, yeah, I'm just going to stop there. I, again, I could go down rabbit holes here, but we don't have all day. The next reason is, as discussed when I said something about the adductors and the abductors, the adductors and the abductors, um, our hips are responsible for allowing us to move in the frontal and the transverse plane. There are three planes of motion, sagittal, transverse, and frontal. Most people, most gym dwellers, spend a lot of time doing sagittal plane movements. Think about squatting, deadlifting, bicep curls, any kind of press, leg extensions, hamstring curls, because they're just moving up and down and up and down and up and down. And then they lose out on all of the potential that their body has stored inside of it because they're not moving side to side or rotationally. When you move more in those directions, you access the muscles of the adductor complex, the abductor complex, muscles that people tend to neglect, which is why joint pain can arise because of all those muscles I talk about that contribute to the hips. They allow us to move in these planes of motion, and when we don't train in those planes of motion, we lose the strength in them. Muscles atrophy when they're not being used, which is why as people get older, they get weaker. It's not, listen, this could just be my opinion, but age 
is fucking irrelevant. The reason all these th- all these things uh, arise as we get older, sure, you know, we the body starts to to break down, all these things, but people don't do anything about it either. So you got to think about it. Like if muscles atrophy over time of not being used, you you accumulate sixty years of not moving because you have a sedentary job. You go home and watch Netflix. I know that wasn't the the, the way things worked back in the day, but nowadays, you know, people sit at a job all day they come home and they watch netflix and they're just sitting 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 and no wonder they go to the gym one time and they're sore it's like bro you just sat down for 15 hours a day for 15 years gotta give your body some time to readjust because the body is a adaptation machine it is the master of adaptation not just in training but in life but that's a topic for another day so you got to train all planes of motion, work on all those muscles, get them fucking strong in the hips. Don't lie, baby. Next up. Um, oh, I guess this, this one kind of goes with, yeah, it does. Uh, I was going to say power and coordination, which kind of goes with performance. Um, because when you have strong hips, when you have stable hips, you're way more coordinated. Your legs don't wobble and shit like that because you've created uh, stability there i actually think um coordination and i don't know there there, this is this may be a fact this may not be i don't know i've never looked it up but i think coordination has a direct correlation with stability when people lack coordination it's because they lack stability at the joints people i get the impression um that that people think coordination uh and a lot of athletic ability because coordination and athletic ability go pretty hand in hand is a genetic thing and there is genetic predispositions with that uh, i will admit however um you can train your body to be more stable that's why i think fitness is the dopest fucking thing in the world uh because you can train for anything you can train your body to go sit at your uh, nine to five job for eight hours like for real you could do things to train yourself to be in a better position while you're working you could do more seated rows so that when you sit down at your desk, your back muscles are stronger to hold you up throughout the day because gravity's coming for you, motherfucker. Gravity is coming, and it's a son of a bitch. Um, so yeah, coordination is another reason why we need to do daily butt stuff. Last and but certainly not least, and I hit it like 15 times, joint pain. When you have strong hips, when you have mobile hips, which is why this is going to tie all back in, you will reduce your joint pain. And I'm not just saying this to say it. I'm saying this as someone who literally lived it and still does to some degree. Your joint pain will begin to dissipate when you have strong and mobile and stable hips, which ties back into all the ways you can do the daily butt stuff that I started with this with. And number one was walking. If you recall, we're going to we're gonna recap, right? Do your daily butt stuff, walk. You do cardio, you can run, but that's dumb. Just walk. You can just walk. Walking's great. Water break. And uh, caffeine break. Okay, so walking, yes. Mobility, yo. All right, so I love talk. This is like one of the coolest topics for me to talk about. Um, the human body, magnificent. Such a beautiful piece of art. I can't wait to talk to my man God one day. I'm like, yo, how did you construct this thing? They say like we're built in God's image. I want to know what my man's joints are like. I swear to God, if he, and I'm assuming he's a he, he could be, he could, I don't even know. I'm assuming God has joints of, well, a God, right? So the, the human body is stacked in such a, 
fantastic way. We have mobile joints stacked on top of stable joints stacked on top of mobile joints. So starting with your foot, your foot's a stable joint, your ankle's a mobile joint, your knee's a stable joint, your hips are a mobile joint, your lumbar spine, your lower back is a stable joint, thoracic spine, upper back is a mobile joint, uh, your cervical spine is a stable joint, and then your shoulders are mobile, your scapula is a stable joint. So working this way up the kinetic chain, if your body begins to break down in the way you move and function, one joint will compensate for the other. So if you're not doing regular mobility, if you don't, if you lack mobility in the hips, because they're a mobile joint, your body will compensate, i.e. by placing way more tension on your back. Again, probably another reason why there's a lot of back pain in the world because people don't know how to load their hips. And again, it's like it's ingrained in us as kids. But the way we go about our everyday lives these days, um, we, it's just not practiced. And like, like I said, humans are the ultimate adaptation machine. So if we don't do something, we will adapt to not doing it. And if we do something regularly, we will adapt to it. So if you're not practicing regularly to load your hips as you bend over like i'm not even kidding just about every single time i pick something up off the ground i practice loading my hips because i want to load this i want a fatty son that's what i want but that's not the point the point is you got to practice these things and, and if you don't have the mobility in your hips to load them you'll never well, you'll never be able to load them <coughs> excuse me you'll never be able to load them because you need to have a certain amount of internal and external rotation at the hips um, they're a mobile joint. You gotta work them. Gotta work. Gotta work. I, I, and actually, I can't believe I don't plug this more. I wrote a free uh, intro mobility program back in like February. It's free on my website. If I can find the link, I gotta write this. I really gotta start putting shit in the show notes. Mobility program. Show notes. Do it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I have a free um, intro introductory mobility program for people. Just some simple stretching, some simple sa- uh, self myofascial release, uh, foam rolling, things like that. Um, really basic shit. You don't need a lot of equipment. I think all you need is a lacrosse ball and a foam roller. Um, and it's a really good way to get started incorporating mobility into your everyday life. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to remember to put the show put it in the show notes. But I believe my website's been in the show notes. I think you can find it there. If not, DM me on Instagram, and I'll help you get to it. Next, okay, so we talked walking mobility, two different types of ways to do uh, daily butt stuff. Strength training, motherfuckers. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already know that. You got to do some strength training. You got to have not just a beautiful looking ass, because like, who doesn't like looking at a nice fatty? I'm being serious. Like, I think guys get a bad rap because some guys just stare at women's asses way too long and way too much however everybody does it and i don't want to hear that women don't do that shit they definitely do because like i got a fatty and i know women are checking me i can feel i have a sixth sense for it i have the sense of my butt anyway strength training you gotta you gotta get in, in some strength training because like i said um power coordination starts with stability at the hips if you don't have stability, well, if you don't have strength, you're not gonna have stability. They kind of go hand in hand. I would say you could have stability without having a lot of strength, but you can't have strength without having stability. 
So, and there's plenty of ways to train stability at the hips in a very easy fashion. Actually, there are some simple ways in the introductory uh, mobility program that I will link in the show notes. See, I just said it a second time. If I say it a third time, I think it'll ingrain it in my head enough to actually do it. Um, okay, so the next point I was gonna say, the next way you could do it is stability or balance training. Like, what I wanna do is I wanna get some kind of like balance beam so I can just, while I'm doing the podcast, just stand on it and work on balancing my foot. Because not only if you're just standing on one one leg at a time, are you working balance at your at your foot, your knee, you're working stability at the knee, but your hip too. They all, they all work together. They call the human body the connect chain because everything is connected. So it all works together. So getting in some strength training, some stability and balance work, which brings me to my next point. Corrective exercises are great to do this stuff. Um, you know, some simple ones to work on stability of the hips that are help, uh, helpful corrective exercises, like some just lateral walks. And I have a YouTube video on this. Maybe I'll, I'll remember to put that in the show notes too. Um, clamshells, uh, modified side planks, like an external rotation. Um, just some simple banded lateral kicks where you just stand, put a band around your knees and you just kick out to the side. You put your hand, and this is how I like to do it because I used to struggle feeling a mind muscle connection with my hips. Just put the band around your knees above or below, it doesn't matter. And then you just stand on one leg, work a little bit of balance on whatever leg you're standing on. And then you're just kicking out to the side and feeling that glute medius turn on. It's the muscle that kind of sits on the lateral part of the hip. So it's going to be like right above where, where that fatty part of your butt is and then out to the side. So I'm holding my right hip right now. It'll be up on my butt, out to the right. And it'll be like, you'll feel your hip bone. It'll be like right behind there. So that's another good way, corrective exercises. And last but certainly not least, and something that I've been sleeping on a lot lately, just because I actually don't have a reason. I don't know why I haven't been. It doesn't matter. Is it yoga? Yoga is so good because it will probably work like all of these. Because you do like back bends and that, which work more strength and stability at the glutes. Um, you do a lot of corrective exercises and a lot of balance work in yoga. Obviously, yoga goes without saying there's a lot of mobility going on in there. Um, there's not much walking happening in yoga, but it's just a good modality. I really think uh, the world would be a better place if more people did yoga, mostly because I really. Uh, and this is just from my own personal experience. The first, oh, excuse me, first time I ever did yoga, I, uh, I, I don't know what, it, to this day, I still haven't been able to figure out what exactly happened, but I was, it, it was, I started doing yoga because I don't, I don't, I've, I've told this to a few people, but I never told, like, I've never put it out in a public platform like this. Um, I was doing, I started doing it because one of my physical therapists told me to. And the first one I ever did, like I found a YouTube video, this was during COVID, uh, like before, when everything was shut down. And the first one I ever did, like got really deep into my hips and whatever I was storing in there, like surfaced. And I just started, I broke down in tears. To this day, I don't know why, I don't know what like quote unquote surface is what I'm calling it. I don't know how else to phrase it. Like I, I just, maybe I had like an emotional breakthrough. I don't know exactly how to put this in words. It was the most unique experience of my life. Um, and I will always appreciate yoga for that experience alone. That, and it's just, it's just an amazing modality. And I really do think, and maybe it is that per, that one experience that really kind of solidified it for me, but I really do believe that it is the best, one of the best ways to connect the mind and the body. Um, you could do it through strength training, but I just don't think people understand how to breathe and be present in their body even when strength training. And I think part of the reason that is because of the gyms. 
again, I'm just making an assumption here based off of what I've observed over my co- the course of my life. I think people feel judged a lot when they're in gyms. Whereas if you're at home doing yoga by yourself like I was that day, uh, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You can just do you. Unless you're judging yourself, well, then that's a thing you got to worry about. But I don't know. Yoga is great. I think more people should do it. So guys, that is today's episode. I'm going to say it one last time. I'm going to link that introductory mobility program in the show notes. I'm going to link my lateral walk video in the show notes. I actually had a, a someone reach out to me about doing deadlifts and uh, how her knees were a bit shaky. So I told her to give that a shot and she said it helped right away. And I was like, let's fucking go. So I got pumped. So I'm going to link both those in the show notes. And if I keep saying this, I'm going to link them in the show notes. I think it's going to be ingrained in my subconscious to do that when I post this. Good. Now that I've done that, guys, if you took anything from the Hold on. Testing one, two, three. If you guys took anything from this episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Please share this on social media. Anything you could do on that front will help. I tr- Trust me. Anytime I see that, I get pumped up one two it gives people some context as to why they should listen to the show um and if you don't think i did a good job then don't do any of that stuff and i will see you beautiful you will hear me in the next episode but you're still beautiful peace